Hello, everyone. Welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that looks at the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And on this episode, we talk about stress. Uh, Specifically, we talk about how to manage stress in relation to performance, um, the role that stress plays uh, in terms of our expectations, in terms of how we contextualize our efforts, um, in the ways that we might need to adjust our training uh, along with our expectations, and why it's important to think about uh, and and maybe even keep track of stress uh, as it relates to uh, to our training uh, and our goals. And so, um, it's a really uh, it's a dynamic topic. Uh, it's something that we constantly deal with um, in our lives, uh, just as, as individuals, as people in, uh, in the modern world. But so often we don't uh, give ourselves the opportunity to, to think about it in relation to our training, or we try to push through, or we might not give it the weight that it deserves. So I, wanna, uh, I wanted to lean into uh, to this topic uh, in detail and uh, talk about um, the role that stress plays, how we can think about it, and then, uh, as always, give our listeners some tools to, uh, to help them navigate uh, stress in relation to performance. And, uh, and so this is, uh, this, is, this is a topic that's, that's honestly near and dear to my heart in, 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 uh, in the way that it is something that, that I deal with all the time, uh, and it's something that um, I work to... Um, to communicate uh, with the athletes that I work with um, uh, often. I think it's something that's important, uh, and I think it's more and more something that we should um, should be giving more weight to. Um, so I, um, I was excited to, to outline uh, how, we can, uh, how we can understand stress, again, how we can, te- can contextualize it, and, uh, and then hopefully uh, provide some advice and some guidance on how to um, to, to think about stress in a way that helps us reach our full potential. So, uh, as always, uh, thomasendurancecoaching.com for more resources, more insight to speak with a coach, uh, on, um, about how you can manage stress, uh, but also how, uh, you can reach your full potential, uh, enduranceminded.com, uh, to be part of the conversation, um, to leave feedback, uh, let us know what you're thinking about, any questions that are on your mind, things that we uh, can weigh in uh, on on the show. Um, and again, I'll keep saying it. Uh, I'm extremely grateful for everyone's um, uh, everyone's participation, communication. Please keep uh, the feedback, the notes coming, uh, enduranceminded.com. Scroll to the bottom and let us know what you're thinking about and how we can help. Um, and uh, please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, We appreciate the support. Before we get started with this week's episode, I'm so excited to announce that we're welcoming Inside Tracker as our first official sponsor to the podcast. As I've talked about at length on the show, my passion is helping other individuals discover the tools, resources, and relationships they need to reach their full potential. It's about more than just getting fit or being in shape for one race. It's about realizing the value in the lifetime pursuit of dedicating yourself to become the best version of you that you can be. So when you do what you love, whether it's running, riding your bike, racing, or just enjoying the great outdoors, you want to do it for life. 
That's where Inside Tracker can help. As a lifelong athlete who's done everything under the sun, I've gotten blood work done many, many times over the years, and it's always provided critical information. Even when I was feeling great and training hard, my blood work has uncovered critical deficits such as low vitamin D and elevated iron. So despite how your training is going or how you're feeling, Inside Tracker helps to uncover specific, individual, and actionable insights that allow you to not only perform better, but feel better and be healthier. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way, towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So for a limited time, endurance-minded listeners can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance-minded and enter your name at the bottom of the page to take advantage of your 25% discount. Being an athlete is about more than just completing the right workouts. So visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance-minded today to start taking a proactive approach to understanding what your body needs to perform better and live longer. All right. So let's talk about stress. Uh, it's something that we all deal with. It's a fact of life. Uh, for so many of us, it is something that is unavoidable. Uh, some of us do better than others at managing it, at understanding the role that it plays in our lives, um, how we can navigate it and how we can navigate through it. Um, some of us maybe don't do as good of a job. Uh, some of us really struggle with managing stress in relation to our goals elsewhere in our lives. Uh, and this can rear its head um, very often uh, when it comes to performance, when it comes to our goals as athletes, when it comes to our training, uh, everything from just our execution, kind of our, our daily attempt at uh, keeping our training consistent, keeping that touch point something that is uh, that is regular in our lives. And uh, so I want to uh, I want to talk about it. Uh, and I want to try to provide some tools, some resources, some ways that we can think about stress specific to our goals as athletes to try to, um, to try to get us to maybe think about it in a different way. So, to start with, um, it's the, where this is coming from is uh, is as um, as a coaching group, TEC has been asking uh, our athletes to to track their uh, and record their their stress uh, on a on a you know to rate their stress level daily for the last few months. Uh, we've been trying to leverage some new technologies to think about things in a way or to to um, weight these subjective measures in a way to help us provide some context to uh, to the training that we're doing. Um, and it's been really, really insightful. We're still certainly gaining more and more knowledge. These these subjective measures 
uh, play out over over longer periods of time. Um, so we're still learning, but it's got me thinking a lot about uh, about stress, and and now I'm able to see it in relation to performance and really gaining a, a better understanding and getting a firmer grasp on on the physical ramifications of of stress specifically of course when stress is high so with that in mind you know i think so often we we take stress as a given um it's something that is more and more a part of our lives um more and more the expectation uh both self-imposed as well as from those around us, whether it's in a workplace setting, whether it's family, friends, peer group, um, the expectation is that stress and again, specifically high levels of stress are, are just part of the package. And that's something that we, we deal with, um, that we are expected to cope with. And we're expected to do that while also uh, attempting to be performance oriented, performance driven, in other areas of our lives. And um, that can be a tough thing to manage. You know, what what we see is that stress really impacts most areas of, of our lives. So, you know, we can have a tendency to to kind of put stress in uh, in its own in its own column, right? Or or its own um, little package where we say, okay, well that's I'm I'm really stressed out, or my stress levels are high, but that's I'm going to put that over here, and I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna factor that into how I move about my life or other other goals that I have, and it's that's a really challenging thing to do. It might be uh, certainly for the majority of us, it might be impossible to to kind of separate you know how stressed we may be and our goals uh, elsewhere in our lives. You know, we see that impact, um, you know, things like sleep. Um, we see it impact our emotional health, uh, our diet. When we're stressed, we tend to make different decisions about nutrition um, and how we, uh, we fuel our bodies just for general health. Um, it certainly impacts our mood. Uh, so, so there's this really broad-reaching impacts of heightened levels of stress. But again, Certainly in Western society, um, more and more, we just, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to, to, to admit or to um, understand or realize that, that that increased stress is not something we can kind of put in its own box. Uh, it, it has broad reaching impacts, um, both in our day-to-day lives uh, and again, uh, in in relation to our performance. So that might be the first thing to, to realize, you know, and as I've thought more about stress, both in my own life, as well as looked at uh, how it impacts uh, athletes uh, and people that we work with, uh, with TEC, it is, it's something that more and more we, we can't, uh, we can't disregard or can't turn a blind eye to. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that we do need to realize is part of our lives. Um, but we can work to, to manage it and we can work to think about 
how we set ourselves up for success when we are in these times of, of increased or heightened uh, stress. So how do we manage stress in relation to performance? Um, this is where we, once we acknowledge that stress is, is a very real part of our lives, it's something that we, uh, we may not be able to, um, to completely get rid of. That's probably not a realistic expectation. Uh, and that's certainly not what I'm advocating for is that we, you know, we, we arrive at a place where stress is, uh, is, is no longer in existence, but we can understand that one, there are ways we can mitigate stress or, um, or try to, to lessen the stress that we feel. And, and second, we can, um, when we are stressed, we can do things and shift our mindset to, uh, to set ourselves up for, for success. So, so first and foremost, I think one of the most productive things we can do when it comes to managing stress and training or performance is to adjust our expectations if needed. So again, this goes back to that, that idea that, um, or, or that, that coping mechanism that we so often um, employ is that, you know, we take our stress and we say, okay, well, that's, that's going to go in this box and I'm going to move about kind of the rest of my life uh, like that, that box isn't in existence. Um, and the first thing we can do is admit that that stress does take a toll. It does play a role. It has an impact. And, um, and we need to give that some weight. Um, it doesn't mean that we need to kick our, kick our, you know, our goals to the curb or that we can't operate effectively and successfully when we're in these more stressful time periods, but, uh, it may be productive. It may be helpful to, to adjust our expectations if needed. So what do I mean by that? Um, it could be a variety of different ways. And I think the way that we implement these adjusted expectations uh, comes down to um, what's most productive for the individual. So this is becomes a fairly individualized approach, but there's a few ways we can do this. One could be, we could, um, um, we could say, okay, well, you know, I'm in a really stressful period in my life, whether that's a week or a month or a day or whatever. And today might not be the day where I'm going to um, have a peak performance, right? So whether that's your fastest split, uh, your best run, um, whether that is, you know, adjusting our expectations from a perceived exertion perspective, um, because of our stress, maybe we didn't sleep as well. Uh, maybe we uh, aren't quite as hydrated as we typically would be. Maybe some of our decisions around uh, our nutrition uh, were not in line with what we would typically do. Um, and that's going to impact our perception of the effort. So we can um, adjust our expectations ahead of time so that we... Um, so that we, we know, you know, what that's going to allow us to do is put us in a position where once we're, we're done with that workout uh, or done with that block of training, um, our definition of success is going to be different, right? If we adjust our expectations, we can, um, 
put ourselves in a position where success is defined differently. So maybe when we're not in these stressful time periods, we would expect a, 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 a PR. We would expect to you know hit a really hard workout and hit some uh, peak performances. Um, maybe we would expect to have really high volume uh, bouts of training and handle that really well. If we are stressed, and again, knowing that that stress bleeds into other areas of our life that are critical for performance, when we adjust our expectations, it's going to help us define success differently. So again, that could be, um, you know, showing up and doing our best. Uh, it could be adjusting our perceived exertion uh, standards so that maybe we know that that run or ride that we do, uh, maybe that's typically, you know, an easy run. Um, that's going to feel a little harder, right? We're not sleeping as well uh, as we typically uh, do. We're not uh, eating uh, as well, uh, or maybe just the the timing of of how we do those things is different. Uh, we're working longer hours, so maybe those um, those bouts of exercise come earlier in the morning or later in the evening, and that's going to make things feel harder. So, again, just just giving ourselves kind of the grace and the space to to uh, adjust our expectations and say, you know, this this just isn't the time to um, to to uh, it's not realistic to expect that I'm going to be uh, that I'm going to be kind of firing on all cylinders uh, and uh, I'm not going to be uh, I might not be my best, but showing up and giving a consistent effort and kind of showing up in in the best version of myself that day is is uh, is a realistic expectation, um, and that's the best I can do. So, next, I think one of the ways we can manage stress is to contextualize the effort. So, what I mean by that is we um, we have a tendency as athletes, and this is totally normal, I think. But we have a tendency to reflect on kind of the best version of ourselves, right? So an example of that would be, you know, we, we, uh, we go out and we do a particular distance or a particular type of effort. Maybe let's use an example of like a trail run. So we have a, a trail that we run all the time. And, um, it's a route that we're familiar with. We know what it feels like. We know, you know, typically how long it would take us to do that particular route. We know how we would feel on, uh, on particular, you know, sections of that terrain, be it climbs, descents. Um, and, and we, we draw from, when we think about that, that route, when we think about that trail run, we have a tendency as athletes to think about the best version of that experience. So, you know, when we were our most fit, when we had our best day, when things felt effortless, when our stride was fluid, when, you know, perceived exertion was low, our times were fast, um, we, we kind of, you know, we'll, we'll put that experience uh, in, you know, kind of in isolation and, and that'll be what we use to, to judge. That'll be our yardstick for every other time we, we run that trail. Um, and that that requires some context. So if we uh, are stressed, 
if we, again, know that this has a particular weight and we're showing up maybe not as the best version of ourselves in terms of uh, performance, but showing up and again, giving ourselves some grace is the best version of ourselves that day. It's important to have some context, right? When we do that, uh, again, using this trail run as an example, when we do that route, know that there's 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 a lot um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot at stake in terms of what we brought to that experience on that particular day. And so, if we contextualize that effort again, this is a little bit kind of the next layer of uh, of of adjusting our expectations is to say, you know, in context, this is not the same day as the day that I felt the best or the day that I ran it the fastest or the day that the climbs felt effortless. So, so let's put that, let's put this day in context. Let's know that, you know, I didn't sleep my best. Um, you know, maybe I'm a little dehydrated, um, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to give what I can for the day. I'm going to give what a hundred percent looks like on this particular day. Um, and that's going to be the win, right? Showing up can be the win. And so I think if we, if we can give ourselves the opportunity to contextualize the effort, right? And this could, this could play out any number of scenarios, but just knowing that we, we, we bring, um, a certain amount of baggage to, to a particular training session or any given day, right? We're showing up with, with what we have to give, right? And we're bringing stress, we're bringing, um, you know, emotional weight, we're bringing, you know, how we feel, our mood, uh, and any number of other things to that particular training session or to that week. And and that's the best we can do, right? And we can show up and we can just hope to give what 100% looks like that day. So I think that that practice of contextualizing the effort and knowing that it's okay to to have been you know kind of the the best version of yourself on one particular day and then that might not look the same feel the same um it might not kind of shake out in the same way uh, but that's okay you know a hundred percent the sum total of the effort is still the same and uh, and that's an important mindset to carry into to any given training session next um one of the ways to manage stress in relation to performance could be that um, we adjust the training if needed. So this is this is um, this particular kind of bullet point is something that that I think a lot about because there's a lot of nuance in when and how we adjust training in relation to external factors. Um, so, so specifically not related to physiological components. Um, so, you know, if we are really, really sore and from a particular bout of exercise, that's a pretty clear cut, right? That would say, well, maybe our body is, is responding a particular way. That's a pretty clear cut sign, you know, that our body's telling us something. Maybe we adjust the effort based on that. Right, we had a hard training session planned today. If the body's not there, we uh, we adjust. Um, 
that would be physiological response, relatively cut and dry. That's pretty easy feedback to, to, uh, to, to respond to. What isn't as straightforward is kind of all of the other scenarios that could play out that may cause us to adjust a training session. So when we, again, if we're in a stressed period uh, or in a stressed state, what does that mean for, for training? Uh, and again, the reason that I think about this a lot is because we are so often chronically stressed. So if we respond to that stress by adjusting training uh, every time that is an occurrence, it might become problematic. We might not be able to to reach our goals. We might not be able to get to the the outcome that we were hoping for. So so there's a real balance, right? If 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 we some days we have to to push through or or know that we are we have the capacity to manage these external factors and still show up and produce the effort. Some days that's not the case at all and we need to back off, we need to change the prescription, we need to make adjustments, we need to give ourselves space, time, mentally or physically. And that's going to look different. And it's going to feel different for everyone. So that's why this, you know, this particular area is something that um, I think is is it's probably one of the more challenging components of of being an athlete because there is the adage is you know if you if you're waiting for the perfect day you're going to be waiting a long time meaning that you know we can't. We can't put off training. We can't put off our goals um, while we sit around and wait for for the stars to align. Life is is too dynamic. We we know that you know it might not be realistic to to have perfect night of sleep and stress to be perfectly balanced and mood to be uh, perfect and our satisfaction with everything going on in our lives to be perfect. And we show up and everything clicks and that's when we produce our best effort. You know, if we're waiting for that scenario, we might be shortchanging ourselves. So somewhere between this perfect day and and a day that is not perfect at all, there's a spectrum. And so this is where when if we're looking to manage stress in relation to performance and training, there is a time when we need to we may need to adjust that training. So again, this is going to be different for everyone, but when we show up and it it's it doesn't feel like it's going to be productive. Uh, one of the things we've talked about a lot on the show is that the training is adding value to to our lives. So you know if if the training, if if executing that workout on that particular day is actually adding more stress, that might be a sign that we need to to adjust the training. Um, again, there's a real balance there. I think there's a little, there's value in having that consistent application of effort be enough of a nudge and a push that it, that it gets us to move in the right direction. And so often, I think we've all had this experience as athletes, 
you're really hesitant to get out the door, to get started, to, to, to begin the workout. But once you're done, you're so happy that you did. So, so again, there's a scale there and that's going to be different for everyone, but trying to figure out what that looks and feels like for you. And if you need to adjust your training, there's a few ways you can do it. So it doesn't have to be that you totally, um, cancel the training session. You could make the training session less intense. So this would be, um, you know, if, if sleep has been, really poor if um if your mood is is not uh is really poor as well if your diet has been off maybe your body just doesn't have what it needs to to produce an intense effort maybe you had a really hard workout or kind of a key workout plan for a particular day maybe that's just not the day so we back off on the intensity we pull back on the prescriptive component um and that might be the answer for the day. Um, you know, we also might still go out uh, again if you had a workout plan, but maybe maybe it turns from a structured interval session uh, into a kind of an open-ended, you know, uh, activity. So often for athletes our exercise is our stress relief, right? And I've talked about this a lot. And this is something that I believe so strongly in is that the, you know, consistent, um, consistent movement, consistent exercise application of our effort, however you want to frame that, that really should be, or certainly can be a positive central point in our lives that sets us up for success in other areas. So, you know, when we return to that consistent effort, um, it becomes our happy place, right? It's a, it's a stress reliever. Now, what type of effort is going to allow for that stress relief? It might not be, um, a really hard interval session that is, that's going to put a lot of pressure on you, right? We, we bring, expectations to our workouts that because we want to do well, right? We want to get the best out of our bodies. We want to get the most out of ourselves. Maybe that's not the answer when we're in a heightened uh, level of stress. Um, and so maybe it becomes, you know, an open-ended ride or run or a swim, or maybe we mix it up and, you know, just go for a walk. Even if we had a workout planned, um, think about how we can use that that activity, that workout, that movement to relieve stress and provide that, that happy place. And, you know, that's a question that I, I ask myself a lot. You know, if I'm in a, a period where uh, I'm really stressed and I feel like I'm managing a lot, sometimes the, uh, you know, maybe I had a hard workout planned and the answer is just to go for a walk. Um, and just allow my body the opportunity to move in a way that is not aligned with, uh, particular expectations, right? Like a workout, like a, like a, you know, a targeted session. So <clears throat> there's lots of ways we can, we can go about that. But the, the real, um, the real answer might be that we need to adjust training. But again, 
lots of lots of nuance here. And I think it's one of the most fascinating components of kind of the athlete life balance um, uh, you know scenario is that um, what that looks and feels like is is very different for different athletes. Some athletes are really good at you know what I call operating in the red, right? They have high performance um, you know jobs, they are set high performance goals as athletes. And they're, they're really good um, at it kind of towing that line, right? They might be um, under very high levels of stress at any given time, but their ability to compartmentalize that stress and execute when it's time um, is, uh, is really good. Um, and so we can see, you know, some peak performances when stress is really high, but they almost, you know, that stress becomes fuel to, uh, to set themselves up for success again in other areas of their lives. They're using that, those workouts are using that training as a central point to add value in other areas of their lives. Um, and then other athletes, um, that's not the case at all, right? Stress is really, really impactful and it's something that has to be managed very carefully. And, um, it's not realistic to expect, uh, performance in relation to or during times of heightened stress. So I think there's a there's a broad spectrum there, but certainly as it becomes more and more a part of our lives, I think we need to think about um, what the prescriptive components of our training uh, look and feel like in relation to stress and adjustments might be uh, a necessary part of that. And then lastly, I think one of the best ways maybe that we can think about stress is to try to get ahead of it. So again, so often we, we look at stress as kind of a separate, um, a separate part of our lives. And, you know, so maybe stress is in one box and our training and our goals as athletes is in another box. And those boxes aren't merging. We're saying, okay, well, I have goals over here. And then I have, you know, goals elsewhere in my life and that's, that's causing some stress or stress is coming from any number of places. And I'm not going to let those two boxes merge or cross because, um, because, because I don't want to, right. Or because I don't think that they, um, they necessarily have anything to do with one another. I would say the, the closer we can get those boxes, the more they can be kind of a Venn diagram the better because the more we're able to contextualize that stress in relation to our goals as athletes. So <clears throat> um, what I mean by trying to get ahead of it is we can sometimes see it coming um, specifically with um, if it's in relation to, to career performance or, um, or, you know, tasks we have related to our jobs. Maybe we have a big project coming up. Uh, maybe we know that you know particular times of year uh, of the year are more stressful for us. Um, we have increased workload. We have uh, increased expectations on our job performance. Um, conversely, or or in another vein, would be you know uh, related to to life. Maybe there's things that happen with our family um, that uh, that increase stress during certain times of the year. Uh, maybe it's things related to um, to our kids and, uh, kids have, 
you know, um, you know, maybe they're traveling around for, uh, for sports or something. And that puts increased pressure, uh, on the parents because, um, because they're responsible for that. So lots of different ways this can play out, but we, there are cycles. We can so often see this coming, uh, certainly these kind of bigger blocks of stress, right? So project related at work, um, seasonality, uh, issues, things like this. If, if you're in that position where you see some kind of cyclical, um, components of stress, if we can get ahead of that and we can say, okay, I know that, uh, you know, typically in these particular weeks or for these particular months or this quarter, um, things have been more stressful. This is going to be a time where I'm going to be, uh, you know, more heightened um, and the opportunity, the likelihood of stress is going to be higher. Maybe we uh, adjust the expectations for our training and our goals during that time period. So I love to do that with my athletes to say, hey, you know, if, if you if you know that, you know, your work schedule for the next four weeks is really hectic and things are going to be nuts. Let's understand how we can position your training so that it so that it adds value and allows you to maybe strike a little bit better balance, right? So we adjust our expectations during that time period to to try to set the athlete up for success. And and I think that's, you know, again, that's where we merge and say, you know, we know stress is going to have an impact. We know that these external expectations on us um, are going to bleed into um, our our training and our execution and how we define success during that time period. So why don't we get ahead of it? Why don't we think differently about what uh, what training during that time looks and feels like? Maybe we reduce volume. Maybe we reduce frequency a little bit. We add in more rest days or more opportunity for um, to kind of listen to your body and do what feels best on that day. Like I talked about earlier, maybe a ride turns into a walk, uh, or maybe you know a run workout turns into an easy jog. Um, opening up opportunities for flexibility so that we can tap into our bodies, um, listen to what feels right for that day and know that, that that is a successful, uh, day. So again, defining success around these heightened, you know, stressful periods. So if you can get ahead of it, if you're able to see trends, you know, on the horizon, or you've seen these kind of, you know, trends, uh, season after season, Maybe it's time to, if, if you feel like you've struggled with managing that stress and your performance, um, get ahead of it. It would be better to, you know, take a few weeks or, or however long that stressful period lasts. Take some time to, to make sure that's a productive period where the training is adding value. It's, it's a stress reliever. Again, it kind of becomes that happy place um, versus trying to push through not meeting your expectations, feeling like performance is lagging. And, and then you just kind of get, you know, it's a downward spiral from there. It can be hard to get out of that, even when you're on the other side of that stressful time period. So again, uh, just to overview, uh, managing stress in relation to training and performance, um, adjust your expectations if needed, um, contextualize the effort, understand that, um, you know, what we bring to the table that day as long as it's a hundred percent of what we have to give, um, that's that's perfect, um, and that's enough. Adjust your training if needed. 
Um, try to try to arrive at a place where that training feels like a stress reliever and becomes your your happy place. Um, and lastly, try to get ahead of it. If you if you notice trends, if you can see uh, periods of increased or heightened stress coming, uh, and you know that that's going to be a challenging time for you, um, maybe adjust the training or adjust your expectations. Define success differently during that time period so that you it feels productive, it feels valuable, it feels fun, exciting. Um, that's um, that's a great way to. Uh, to set ourselves up for success. So, uh, thank you guys. I hope this helped again, this, this stress, um, performance, um, conundrum is something that I think about a lot. I think it's more and more dynamic as, 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 you know, more and more is expected of us, uh, on a day-to-day basis in our lives as we all become more busy, uh, as, as more and more things are, uh, are vying for our time. And, um, I hope uh, I hope I was able to help um, you guys think about how to manage that, how to set yourselves up for success, um, and uh, and how to manage stress uh, a little bit better in relation to performance. Even if we know we can't get away from it, uh, we can certainly uh, try to maximize uh, our time when we're in those those uh, stressful periods. So, as always, ThomasEnduranceCoaching.com. Um, reach out to a coach. Um, send us feedback. Let us know what you're thinking about. Uh, tons of resources, uh, lots of great content coming up on the blog. And uh, as we move into to the uh, transitional season here in the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, so uh, keep an eye on that. And enduranceminded.com. Keep the feedback coming. Be a part of the conversation. Send us uh, what you're thinking about, how we can help. And um, rate, subscribe, share. Thanks so much for all your support. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. And uh, until next time, thanks so much.